Hello, I'm Darren Heath, and I'd like to introduce Caroline Stockman, Chief Executive of the Association of Corporate Treasurers. Today is the next of our Strategic Insights under COVID-19 podcasts, part of a second series of short podcasts where Caroline draws on her wide corporate, not-for-profit, exec, non-exec and coaching experience to share some valuable insights developed over a full and rich international career. Thanks again, Darren. I've spoken to you before about one of my favourite models, which has really helped me in my career. It's called the zone or willingness. The model describes various motivational states, or we might say moods, we find ourselves in. The most limiting motivational state is called impossibility. And in this state, you say to yourself, I just can't. It's a terrible state to find yourself in. And the next state we can advance to, survival, is not much better. It's all about, I'll just die if I do X, or I'll just die if I don't. I'm sure we've all been there. Next one up is obligation, where you function much better than in the previous states, but it's all done with a bit of self-pity or a grudge. Why is it always me who has to do the kids' homeschooling? Familiar? The, The next state, which isn't too bad, quite good in fact, and which produces lots of great results for people in the corporate world, is desire. I've likened it to shoe shopping in a previous podcast and described the sense of disappointment once the desire is achieved but not satisfied. It's where we keep moving on to the next thing, never really feeling fulfilled. In the business world, the motivational state of desire can drive us to get what we think we want. But is it actually meeting our ultimate goals or purpose? Research would suggest not. A business world analogy might be working on a proposal all out, convening a meeting and persuading the other parties to accept your proposal. You feel a sense of achievement, tick the box, yet come out of the meeting feeling something's missing. You're on to the next thing and the other one gets parked as a success, but you'll never really know if the best outcome was arrived at because you pushed through in desire mode and probably didn't listen to others, nor think of the bigger picture in your intent to deliver on this one task. Desire gets results, and many organisations operate at this level quite nicely, thank you very much. But in order to really excel and to bring new ideas and creativity and innovation to the table, you need to get to the next and final motivational state of the model called the zone or willingness. This state is where we're open to suggestion, not fixated on winning or getting our way in a negotiation. Instead, we're in listening mode, collaborative, and open to co-creating an even better solution than the one in our head. I like to think about this model before an important meeting, which is about choices or indeed a negotiation. I remind myself of it, and as I go into the meeting, I put aside my own position or preferred outcome and really listen to others. Usually I'll listen first and speak last, all the time keeping my mind open, and this stimulates better outcomes. What often holds people back is a fear of not getting a chance to speak, but in today's virtual world, there are some great things which can help us. For instance, the virtual hand we can raise, and the chat box. We have to be careful not to start a separate chat discussion whilst others are talking, of course, but it and the hand are great ways of being able to interject without interrupting anyone, which can be a problem and which is also why waiting can be a good idea anyway. So how else can we use this model to help us during COVID or other crises? 
Well, the statistics on mental health are worrying, and we know people are finding themselves more and more in the states of impossibility and survival. By being aware of which state we're in, however, we have the power to shift ourselves into another better state. So, I'm feeling like the world is crashing down around me, things are simply impossible, as that is all I'm hearing on the TV and radio and Twitter and, and... But I remember Mr. Brown's model. And I say to myself, this is a rubbish state of mind to be in. I'm not going to make good decisions if I stay in it, nor am I going to be happy. By thinking this through and urging myself to get out of that frame of mind, I can do it. It it actually works with practice. The mind will do as it's told if you speak to it, as I've said before. And this helps us in both our working day and our home life, both being not only important, but having an impact on each other, of course. It's more important than ever when in virtual meetings to consider being and staying in the zone, as well as noting how others are behaving and considering which state of mind they might be in. This can be very useful in terms of asking yourself whether a team member is not performing at their best because of their state of mind, rather than due to a fundamental inability to do the job. It can also be helpful when dealing with customers, clients and suppliers. However, The challenge is that it is far more difficult to pick up on people's motivational state when in a virtual meeting as opposed to a physical one. Some of the signs that someone is not in a great place are that they're very quiet, they've turned their camera off, they're constantly interrupting others, or they seem to be in a rush or trying to end the meeting as soon as possible. With people you know well, you'll be able to pick up if they're behaving differently from usual, and any change is an indicator that something's up. So, Be very aware of your state of mind and that of others. Use the model as a tool to identify if you're exhibiting anything indicative of any of the states other than the zone and possibly desire. And if so, get yourself out of them as soon as possible. In the current situation under COVID-19, we can often find ourselves in a state of mind which isn't great. But if we recognise that we can actually shift states and thereby effectively choose how we feel and react to things and practice doing so, it can work because we can control our mind, a theme I keep coming back to. It's not a circumstance or an event, but our mind which sets off a reaction. So how would it be if we could actually decide how we want to react to a particular event or situation and tell the mind to do so? It's all about telling yourself to pause, wait, listen a bit longer, don't jump to conclusions and choose how you're going to react before you do so. Mind over matter is a very common expression, reinforcing the power of the mind, but it needs to be held in check at times. And while we're having that little chat with our mind, we can tell it that things aren't so bad, that there is hope, that we've got through things before, there will be an end to this, and feeling restricted and frustrated is only a matter of mindset and how we choose to look at things. But how do we start training ourselves in this potential conflict zone between ourselves and our minds? There are a few things I've found very helpful over time. First of all, keep telling yourself that you have choice as to how you feel and how you see things. Secondly, take a breath, relax, look into the distance and think about how you would prefer to feel and visualise it. Remember, visualisation is very powerful. Thirdly, do something you know helps your mood, whether it be a walk, doing a puzzle Whatever works for you to re-energise yourself and build your resilience. 
Resilience has been talked about in previous podcasts, and I'll come back to it again in the context of the pandemic. And the more resilient you are, the easier you'll find it to switch motivational states with speed. Thanks for those insights, Caroline. It's a great relief to know I now have an excuse for all the many times I'm talking to myself. Do come back for our next podcast where Caroline will share some more insights relevant to our new normal, this time around positivity, which I'm also a firm believer in. And until then, from both of us here, goodbye and thank you for listening.